Hello everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of VPod presented to you by the business cluster of IIM Visakhapatnam. Today we have with us the co-founder and managing partner of Telage Solutions, Mr. Amitabh Chaturvedi. He started his professional journey as a chemical engineer and over more than two decades he has worked his way through diverse professional experiences right from software product development and management to business development and customer marketing. He has a keen interest in business strategy, organizational leadership and entrepreneurship. And to implement the strategy, project management is of paramount importance. Scope, time and budget of a project, which are its key pillars, requires team management, engineering coordination, procurement resource planning and much more within agreed parameters. And Mrs. Nilima Bhaduri, our second guest for today has been doing this for nearly two decades as a project management professional. She is currently functioning as the partner of content and marketing with Terrage Solutions Private Limited and in her corporate career she has proven her mettle as a project manager with an exceptional track record. We are delighted to have you with us today. So uh, thank you so much. Yes. Thanks a lot. Thank you sir. Thank you ma'am. So like Amitabh sir we are in an era where we see building budding startup ideas rising each day but what we generally see is glory and at times there are failures also so in those times how much one's confidence in their idea and self efficacy helps to bring out that glory yeah you actually bring a valid point uh, as we see a lot of startups coming up and we have seen over the past few years or many years that most startups fail as compared to uh, the ones which are successful and we usually tend to see startups which are successful and that's what you are mentioning as glory right and uh, i think that drives more and more people towards this journey of uh, entrepreneurship now the problem is uh, if you are uh, not able to cope with failures right it's not a journey you should take up i think that's the first uh, thing as an entrepreneur i think you should be ready for anything that is coming your way right so here i think uh, self efficacy like belief in one's own ability uh, that comes to rescue so if you really have that self belief in you that yes you can make it uh, make a difference to the surroundings or the business environment or uh, the environment to consumers basically i would say then i think you should take a plunge into entrepreneurial uh, a journey having said that uh, i mean when you conceive an idea it's uh, at a very nascent stage right you don't know whether it will be successful or uh, it will fail unless you go into execution and you try to build something around it around that idea right so in that sense uh, keeping up the self confidence in one's uh, idea right that pays uh, i think that pays and uh, that has an important role in going on with that idea or uh, sometimes i'm not talking about having a confidence which is over confidence and you keep on working on an idea where when you see that yeah it is not going to work so at some point maybe you have to look at uh, different things tweak it a bit or uh, look uh, 
at pivoting as an option, right? But I think self-confidence and overconfidence, there's a very thin line. So you should know when to switch over to the next thing, right? If, if you feel that, yeah, it is not going to work, I've seen the market, I have data, everything with me. And if I understand this, then I think you should, uh, you should understand this, you should take it uh, with a pinch of salt and move on with a different idea, right? You should, should not keep hopping around the same thing uh, for everything, right? Now, normally it doesn't happen, but yeah, if it happens, yes, you should be ready for it, ready for any failure. I think I had, uh, I was reading sometime back about uh, FedEx and I think when that idea was conceived, it was, uh, when someone was writing his uh, test or assessment as part of some uh, assignment, uh, I think Frederick Smith uh, thought about FedEx. And in the initial phase, it was not successful. He did not have investors or anyone. And finally, he was left with only $5,000. And then he, he, because he was confident enough, he said that, okay, I'm not... Uh, uh, able to raise funds for this idea. So what he did was he went for gambling in order to make millions out of that $5,000. And I think he came up with $20,000, $27,000. Then he started again and uh, with subsequent uh, funding of $11 million, I think he could build a great company that FedEx is today, right? So that's the that's the thing, I think. Uh, so self-confidence and self-efficacy, both of them work. Thank you, sir. And uh, the next question is to ma'am, that teenagers are nowadays so occupied in all areas that it's like jack of all trades, but master of none. And in such a time where we are expected to excel in every area, how do we find our passion and work towards it? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, so uh, I have a slightly different opinion here. Uh, when you say that uh, we need to be good at every aspect, so where is this asked for, right? There is a hype around uh, doing everything that is cool or is in trend, but this unnecessary builds up a lot of pressure uh, on uh, the children of today, the teenagers when we talk about. So we need to analyze and make our own benchmark. So there, uh, there are many avenues uh, available these days, but finding one Zikigai, if you have read that uh, famous Japanese book, what is the source of value in one's life is very important. Herd mentality will never yield any result. Just running her, uh, behind every new thing is absolutely not required. I completely understand that peer pressure will be there uh, parents, pressure, teachers, all of that will always be there. And especially at this tender age, it's very, very easy to be distracted. As the exposure to everything is uh, so much, if you look at how it was, say, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, versus the situation we are in now, the exposure to gadgets, internet, all of this has increased in a humongous way. And uh, the irony is when you observe teen teenagers these days, they are completely clueless about what they want to do in life, what success means to them, 
what is their passion so there is a very big responsibility or i can i can say that the onus lies on the parents the teachers the guardians who are contributing on a daily basis to shape these teenagers the essence of life needs needs to be taught at a very early age so that these uh, youngsters are uh, you know are made to walk on the path of where they can excel and understanding what they are good at so that they do not stray away uh i can just give you a very simple example uh, for example a teenager picks up playing guitar so why does he do so is is it because uh, his friends are into playing guitar or he wants to uh, you know make a video share it on social media and gain some likes and become popular or he is actually good at it and this is his passion and he wants to maybe in the future make it a professional uh, career so goal formation at an early age is very very critical which should be in line with the passion of the of the individual and driving it to a logical conclusion this will uh, give meaning to uh, life and this can shape the teenagers to walk on the path of their dream their uh, success story i think i'd add something to what nilima mentioned uh, yeah. just a bit of it uh, see she correctly correctly mentioned that yeah goal finding passion creating goals around it right uh, initially sometimes what happens is they are not able to uh, get to their passion quickly but the best thing to do is to take up something find out that yes this is not my passion move on quickly to something which is the passion right you cannot just take one thing and even if it is not your passion you just continue doing that and take up another thing and so in that way you cannot take everything to logical conclusion right something you have to take to a logical conclusion so like nowadays everyone is trying hard for success even at the cost of physical and mental health so ma'am like what are your suggestions for them and how can they be at peace with themselves rather than constantly comparing their success with someone else's success uh, so here i would like to quote what uh, steven putrick who's a very well known uh, author as well as a songwriter said the reason why we uh, struggle with our insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel comparison has always been the biggest cause of uh, our misery everyone we we need to understand that everyone's journey is different an individual is born in a, a certain setup with certain moral values which are taught to him he goes to a specific school college the opportunities that a person encounters during his lifetime are completely different so there is no question of comparison can you compare uh, an apple with an orange no right so it's the same with life and uh, it's very important for an individual to strive for the best however at the same time not compare his life with others this acceptance itself will make one peaceful and with this peaceful mind he can give 100% to what he is doing at the present moment another very important aspect is what your question is people these days are forgetting the importance of health 
health is wealth we all know and giving up on health will someday or the other take a toll on our lives it is very important to define success and your own goals so success is a very very subjective term your definition of success is very different will be very different from my definition of success so you need to understand what success means to you what you can achieve have some smart goals realistic goals and then strive to work working towards it now uh, one more very important uh, thing here i would like to talk about is the impact of social media we can take the example of facebook so multiple surveys have been done in this area to understand the impact that social media has on our mental well being uh, just to take an example an individual achieves something in life say uh, uh, in his professional journey he is uh, best out with some award or uh, he has uh, you know broken a record in singing or something like that and he posts about it on facebook and after a couple of days he checks out uh, the status of his post and there are only two likes so we all know what's the impact right this is something which we go through almost every uh, week every day in our uh, friend circle and all of that so the individual feels a sense of sorrow why because he is seeking validation from the outer world what does his success mean to others whether i am getting popular because of this achievement that i have had in life and there is because of this there is a constant comparison with others life so the bottom line here is that comparison will never yield any result you work on your passion you work on what success means to you and do it peacefully so that you can achieve what you want to yeah so uh, coming to you sir we have seen various survey houses across the globe finding out that most of the employees lack crucial leadership skills so what should students start doing early on in their life to develop these skills yeah i think uh, i have also seen such surveys i think one of them uh, which was i mean it was uh, by some business house they surveyed and found out that uh, 71% of organizations feel that their leaders are not ready to take their organizations to the future now why this big number i think we are churning out leaders day in day out right with all the management institutes why surveys are, such surveys are taking place then i mean the problem is that two fold problem one is uh, how do we understand the competency part of it right leadership and everything right? why do, why our leaders are lacking in certain things and why these kind of surveys are coming out the problem is at the early stage some of these competencies are not getting developed right and once it is a trend that these competencies are not getting developed it becomes a pattern right so when you talk about uh, any leader and maybe some leaders are very authoritative they do not listen to anyone right they try to do whatever they like right we have seen such examples everywhere they are not inclusive i mean when we talk about inclusive leadership so why this is happening because uh, i think at the early stage they are not developed and when i talk about competencies right so it's a 
it's a twofold i think two levels of uh, competencies one which is core competency or core competence that we have in everyone i mean to some extent all these competencies somewhere it is uh, less or more uh, that may change but like motivation empathy empathy when we talk about empathy a leader who lacks empathy cannot become a good leader because he cannot uh, relate with his uh, workforce right or his team there are numerous examples of uh, that so these core competencies like resilience like working in a team environment um self driven attitude so when we talk about self efficacy we believe that yeah every leader will have highest level of self efficacy but it is not true that is why there are different types of leaders some are there by just the virtue of something but uh, yeah once you reach there you have to perform or perish and when you do not have such competencies developed then more or less you perish as a leader and that is why this is there is a dearth of uh, strong leaders uh, in corporate world what you should do or what anyone uh, coming out of uh, let's say mba college or graduation at the early stage what they should do is first is to identify their core strengths right and the gaps so let's say if i can identify my core strengths if i am self aware about my competencies and i know that i lack or i have to develop few others then it plays an important role in holistic development of uh, the individual at very early stage so if i know first level is core competence second level comes is leadership so if i do not have empathy no matter how much leadership competence i develop it will fail one day or the other right so first level i have to develop core competencies which are there second level i have to go to the leadership competencies and in leadership competencies also i need to understand that where do i have gaps right it is very difficult if i ask you now that okay tell me what kind of competencies a leader should have how many can you tell me let's try so oh, like there will be many like uh, understanding the teammates and uh, vision should be there uh, hmm. and uh, he should be uh, like whatever he says he should stick to that thing hmm. um uh, he should be punctual and um, so uh, he should have knowledge also like industry wide knowledge and um, yes this is just yeah, four five that comes to your mind right immediately if you start thinking about that there are so many competencies which are there like uh, legitimacy image of a leader which is which is very critical how he manages his image right how he delegates his work what is the level of decision making right what is his risk behavior how he behaves in the conflict uh, scenarios there are so many things which are there for a leader to understand or develop right so first level is to understand right so first core competencies understand then leadership competencies the gaps and then when you start developing when you have this understanding 
how do you develop that so you might have seen many teams right have you seen any national level team performing without a coach the corporate world is the only place where we want to be successful without a coach right so we believe that yeah our mentors are there in organizations and they will help us grow but sometimes individual coaches are also required to guide in the right direction right which is not related to any organization so we call them mentors if someone is there in the same field we call them mentors but coach is different it actually changes your thought process it helps you develop key competencies that will make you successful right so finding out a coach maybe working with someone that is very important try to uh, create a role model find a role model for yourself then try to see that what kind of competencies that role model has take only positives not the negatives right you try to work on the negatives there are many ways uh, in which this can be developed at early stage like aware being aware of situations right so that is called situational leadership situational awareness that plays an important role continuous learning plays an important role like you are willing to learn at every stage willing to learn from every person you try to find out what kind of leadership qualities uh, that person has right uh listening active listening reading a lot i mean there are so many things which can make you into uh, an effective leader right? so that is uh, something what i would say and uh, people sometimes ask uh, that what is the benefit of developing this at early stage right so i again come to that uh, example there are so many tennis players right only few are exceptional what makes that difference the competencies the core competencies their drive and applications towards the things right their motivation towards that sport or whatever they are trying to do right plus all these competencies and there is a coach who is guiding them towards the right direction then you can this is a perfect recipe for becoming successful quickly i would say some people will get successful over the period of time okay organization will say that okay now you have uh, worked for 6 years 7 years now i will send you to some leadership development class or uh, a workshop why i mean why they should decide that when you should develop these competencies so that is the key problem that we face right from the beginning i mean from the school level i go to school level where we are not taught these competencies which are critical so the gap starts building from there right from there where we do not care anything else other than academics and then we go into college we do not bother about anything just but uh, but academics because our whole motive is to go through some mba college go to some mba college or get a job that is the mindset but we do not think that i also want to be successful in that job right i need to have enough other than technical competencies to make me successful 
have seen so many failures who are technically so competent and behaviorally lacking. So that's the importance of uh, this. That was a very insightful answer, sir. So uh, now, ma'am, you have been in the corporate world for a long time. So what would we, what would you suggest to people who face problems in delegating responsibility and upskilling themselves constantly as per the need of this dynamic environment? Yeah, so uh, this is something which we uh, see at every level in the organization. Many leaders and managers uh, have a challenge around delegation. So they feel that they lose control if, uh, you know, they uh, delegate work. And this is actually a very core competency which is required in a leadership position. If uh, someone at such a position keeps getting involved in every single task that his uh, team member is involved in, in, then how will he manage his time to deliver on his own responsibilities? A leader should understand that. Here comes the concept of trust and empowering your uh, own team. And this, the first step for this is to delegate the work and believe in the team's capabilities. And only then the leader can also contribute in developing the next batch of leaders, which is also another responsibility every leader has. Now, the second part of your question is uh, about continuous development and learning in the professional uh, journey. And this is not new to us, right? Even in college, when you are uh, going through these two years of MBA, there are many certifications and so many uh, other things that you uh, have to continuously upgrade yourself in so that you are ready for the professional journey. The times now are very, very competitive and demanding. And we have to keep striving to keep up with the industry uh, requirements. Uh, if we talk about what's trending now is artificial intelligence, machine learning, analytics, etc. So as a leader, if the individual does not strive in learning these new concepts and keep up with this uh, technology that the industry needs, the individual as well as the organization will be left behind. So keeping up with changing pace of technology is extremely important for one's growth. And also this is, this is as far as the technology is concerned, but otherwise also there are so many things that are coming up as far as human resource development is concerned. So understanding now, now you must have also seen there are various companies who are giving uh, mental health leaves, which was completely uh, new. Uh, it, it has never been uh, heard of. So, People are giving this, uh, you know, uh, benefit to employees because this is something which is also taking a toll in this dynamic environment. This is also another step towards human resource development. The, the employee feels important and taken care of by the organization. So overall, it is, there are various aspects of uh, upskilling yourself along with the industry requirements and what is uh, important to grow in every field, professionally, personally also. Yeah. So coming to the last question directed towards Amitabh, sir. In the current era, massive disruption is ongoing due to digitalization and technological advancement, uh, which is growing at an exponential rate. So how does it affect the leadership and management competencies? 
it uh, it affects i mean a lot of impact uh, is there and will be there in uh, coming days because the the pace at which uh, the change is taking place is i mean it's too fast i would say and keeping up with that pace in terms of leadership also is a challenge that uh, many leaders face in terms of uh, let's say for example tweaking everything towards that changing phase right they have a huge workforce to manage so what do they do so let's say for example uh, if they want to go and adopt a digital technology or digitization for an organization right they have to look for how they can manage this change and change management is not only in terms of technology but it has a lot of impact on the overall environment of the organization so that change management becomes uh, a, a very big challenge for any leader uh, who is willing to change with uh, the changing technological uh, advancements right so what what happens is in change management what he needs to do is changing culture of the organization completely let's say when we go to digitization a lot of human work is uh, transferred to machines how does he manage this change right because there are a lot of conflicts which are bound to happen people will start feeling insecure they will start feeling that their jobs will be lost how the leader manages manages to convince people so that i mean so in this case people handling the team management all these competencies come into picture how he looks at team development or reskilling right of people what is what are the actions that a leader is going to take in adoption of that technology so two main pillars of this is changing or um, sorry changing organizational culture as well as people there are two major pillars right as uh, one of the uh, i think uh, chief knowledge officers of uh, one organization saas you must might have heard of sas right as an organization he says that when you look at digitization 70% of it is culture and people 20% is process and only 10% is technology so leadership is extremely important uh, in such scenarios where we are trying to look at so many new technologies coming up like uh, uh, 3d printing like uh, ar vr how these organizations are going to change completely for that right the change world so a leader's role is uh, very very important right other thing which i i feel is uh, there is a combination of uh, again I've, i'm taking up the same uh, topic first level core skills and second level leadership skills so it will be a combination of both the skills that will be required when we look at such uh, situations so if i lack uh, let's say again taking example of which is a very relevant competency and it has to be there in every leader empathy right if he does not have empathy as a competency 
then it is very difficult for him to manage that change which uh, is going to take place in an organization right if he has that core skill then leadership skills will come into picture and how he manages conflicts how he manages uh, the change how he manages his teams how he develops the team right innovation is another competency of a leader that will come and play an important role how innovation centric he is right how he looks at quality uh, as a parameter so quality orientedness uh, is another competency that may play an important role uh, how much authority he carries how what is the image that he carries within the organization that becomes very important right uh, one more important competency which will be there is uh, legitimacy of a leader right whether people believe him yes if i am a legitimate leader then people start start believing in me otherwise if i they do not believe me i think the change can cannot take place right you say something you do something else right nobody is going to believe and that will lead to a disaster in an organization it is bound to fail so there are key competencies that will play an important role in this uh, changing environment or changing dynamics around uh, this business environment or technology environment thank you mitab sir and nilima ma'am for your enlightening words i'm sure that our listeners will gain profound knowledge and expertise hoping to interact with you in the future and on this note i would like to conclude this episode of our podcast series once again on behalf of i am vishakha patnam i would like to thank you for taking out your valuable time and addressing our enthusiastic students thank you to all our listeners stay tuned and have a great time thank you so much akshita it was a pleasure talking to all the students thank, thank you. you thank you ma'am